Hi, this is Lisa Hazard with We Are All Psychic, and today we are interviewing Misty. And by we, I mean me. Misty, would you like to say hello? Hello. I hope everybody is doing well today. I do too, but you know, somebody's probably having a crappy day. Maybe we can cheer them up. Maybe. <laughs> Let's try. So Misty, do you think we're all psychic? I do. I think we all have psychic abilities. I think that some of us kind of bury it, and some of us are actually born with the uh, ability that's, you know, it's enlightened in them already. Um, I believe people have different abilities. Uh, psychic abilities and sometimes I don't even know you know that's a psychic ability it could be something like a, a voice popping in your head saying you know this person's fixing to call you and they call you and you're like hey that was weird well guess what I think that has to do with some psychic abilities don't you Lisa yes I do and that is a great example that happens to everybody it does it does that hasn't happened to and they're they don't you know question it too much at the time they're freaking out I know <laughs> I, I, I know and even like I think the perfect example too is like I know you've heard of all the stories about something bad fixing to happen and then there's that voice in your head that says don't do it you shouldn't do it and they stop and they listen to that voice and whether they do it or not do it, usually, you know, if they if they ended up ignoring that voice, they get into a lot of trouble. And I think that is a big part of everybody, you know, having that psychic ability is because, you know, you know that 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 thought, you know, that comes upon you and things like that happen. And 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 that is definitely um, your spirit guides or, you know, whoever telling you, hey, don't do that. <laughs> You're going to get in trouble. So you said spirit guides. We haven't talked about spirit guides yet on the show. OK. So what do, what do you think of when you say spirit? guides? Well, you know, <laughs> spirit guides at first when I was younger, I would probably I used to think of them as angels, you know, it, 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 that was the picture in my head. And I guess that's how I was raised, you know, in a, a Lutheran church. But as I get older and a little bit wiser and study a little bit more, I really think that um, spirit guides are still kind of like angels, but they're, you know, they're around us, you know, to help us on our journey and help us, you know, get to where we need to be and and also, you know, just kind of guide us, you know, where we need to be. And the spirit cuts, you know, I think they could be, you know, somebody that passed on, you know, a loved one could be somebody that we have no idea who they are, you know, in this lifetime, at least, um, you know, it, it could be uh, it, anybody. Have you ever had any kind of interaction with a spirit guide of your own? No, uh, I'm working on that though. Okay. You know, well, you know, actually I'll take that back. Um, I have never seen my spirit guides, but I have, um, talked to them before and they have guided me through dreams um, so yeah, that would be an yeah, interaction yeah. with my spirit guide. You see, I'm learning and I still am, you know, trying to figure out my abilities and, um, you know, when, um, when you say talk about spirit guides, well, I asked the spirit guides to help me in my dream and they did. So that yeah. would be an interaction. That would be an that interaction would. with yes. spirit guides. 
So one of the things when we've been talking lately about this interview and getting to know each other better, I was curious about your experiences with empathy mostly, um, because you have definitely, in my professional opinion, a lot of empathy and you deal with it all the time. You're one of those people who can just, just everywhere, you're bombarded with emotion, it seems like. Yes. You feel all of them. Mm -hmm. And uh, I want like to hear about that. What is that like for you? Well, you know, um, when I was younger, um, you know, I definitely could feel, you know, other people's thoughts around me. And, you know, a lot of times it would drag me down, you know, it, you know, if somebody was upset, it was almost like I was in their shoes at that moment. Um, and I it, there was nothing I could do to help this person, but my gosh, I felt, you know, just how they felt like it, as if I was in their place. And, um, the older I got, um, I think the more depressed I got because of it, because, you know, here I am experiencing all this negative stuff from people and, and I, and I, I always want to help people and, you know, hearing about all these negative things and then, you know, taking it all in, you know, that affects a person and, oh, yeah. you know, and, and that did cause me and still does uh, to have a, a lot of uh, depression issues. And, um, you know, I grew out of a lot of it as I got older and I think I, uh, I tried to block a lot of it out, but, um, it's, it's not an easy thing to do. No, it's not. And um, the older I get, you know, the more I would like to learn about it and, and how to uh, a block that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, I was uh, talking to you the other day about how, um, you know, a lot of people that um, have that ability, you know, they think that they're crazy and that they need to be on medicine. And, um, you know, I have to be on medicine just to to calm me down because I'm so emotional. You know, I, I would just break down in tears, you know, for the silliest things, you know, because I was absorbing all of this emotional energy and, you know, it has helped me get through it. But, you know, it's, it's one of those things where I think a lot of people, you know, have to uh, be on medicine to deal with these kind of things too. And they don't even understand what's going on. They just think, Oh, I'm, I'm weird. I'm strange. I, I need to, I need help. You yeah, know, distress. It's not just yes. weird and strange. I mean, it's yes. a horrible feeling to be depressed and be taking yes. so much negative just from all around. And the, what, what, what was the first thing that came to you that make you think that this was an empathy kind of thing, an empath situation? Um, How old were you? Was there a moment when you read about it or heard about it? And you're like, wait a second. Well, uh, it, it was definitely later on in life. Um, I was probably in my late 20s, maybe even early 30s, you know, because a, a lot of the things that have happened to me, I, especially when I was younger, I blocked, you know, and once you block something, it's kind of hard to unblock it. it. Yeah. You know, and so now I'm at the point where I would love to um, unblock it safely without the negative parts right. of it, you know, and do it in a positive way. There are all kinds of ways you can do that. And maybe in future episodes, we'll explore those. Yes. But um, one way just for you for now and for the listeners is to imagine that you 
Well, there's a few steps to this, but the first thing you want to be able to do is to generate inside yourself. There's a way to keep it going, but we'll get into that. Generate inside yourself a feeling without other people's feelings. A lot of empaths may be like this. I was like this. When I realized something like that was going on, and yes, I did the medicine and I still do, but... Me too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but when I realized something more than just psychological issues or psychiatric issues was going on, I started techniques like that I read about or just tried, and the one that really worked was to generate inside myself and like a feeling of me who I am, like an essence of who I am and not listen to the negative things I hear about myself that I told myself or anything like that. And just try to project that out. Like a bubble? Yeah, kind of, you could, yeah, a lot of people do a bubble or uh, a shield around them, an egg. Mm -hmm. or, but I do is like, I try to push out like good feelings and it keeps the bad ones from coming in. So, but first I have to build it up inside of me. Now, when I was younger and figuring this out, the weird thing was that I didn't really have any emotions of my own. All my emotions were from other yes. people. You know what yes. I'm talking about? And yeah. yeah, once you realize that, you're like, wow, who am I? Yeah. I was like, well, there's nothing yeah. I did inside. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You said it perfect. I couldn't yeah. have said it any other way. I didn't way. understand. I'd just been swallowed up by everybody else's. Yes. And I, I do believe some people, maybe, yeah, I think everybody's an empath. Yeah. And of course, that's why I'm doing this of course. podcast. But I do believe that some people, when they're younger, either they do block it out or they are told to. Yes, yes, to. that's definitely true. That right now, you're too old for imaginary friends, stuff like that, you know. Oh, isn't that the truth? Yeah. yeah and that's when it starts, when yeah. you're young. Yeah, and and you're kind of like, as you start talking, you're talking about, you, know, you have heard the stories about the babies talking about their past lives. Yes. Yeah. I've, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah a friend of mine yeah. went through it. Oh, wow. It was crazy. That must have been nice. I mean, this girl, she could tell you, um, I think she was maybe two or three. She was probably three. She she was able to say complete sentences and, and make sense of things. But she would tell you about um, drowning in water over a bridge. Wow. And she gave the exact name of the bridge. Wow. And uh, we looked it up and it was an actual bridge in another country somewhere. And um, I mean, it, it's crazy. But the funny thing about it is, is she would tell us all kind of things. And um, I remember her saying, you know, her grandmother was was my best friend and she would always say nana you know i don't want anything to ever happen to you i don't want you to leave me she would always say that and i thought that was kind of strange you know and i didn't know if that was from past life but um the older she got the more she just quit talking about it you know yeah, yeah. And, and and um the strange thing is i look back now and um probably about the child is probably about five now, but her grandmother passed away like two years ago. Oh. So that makes me think, you know, that she knew that she Sounds wasn't like going to have that much time with her grandmother. Like and that's then she was, you know, reaching out, you know, expressing that, you know, maybe she knew it was going to happen. And, and we didn't obviously know what, what it meant. Right. You know, right. so I have seen cases of it. And I, I bet you had an idea, didn't you? Uh, that she, uh, the, the child. It scared me. Scared you. It, I mean, when she said that, it scared me, and obviously, it stuck with me because you know, uh, you know, these years later, I look back and I think I remember her saying that. Like I, I just remember her saying 
those words. And um, I, I remember, you know, the, the grandmother would just look at her and laugh and, and tell her, I'm not going anywhere, honey. It's okay. And, you know, that's what we all do, you know. But, um, yeah, I believe that, you know, kids like that, they can definitely, you know, remember past, past lives. So, you know, something you said stood out to me, um, afraid. That's come up a few times. Oh, yeah. Very afraid. Yeah. What, why do we, I, I was very afraid when I started finding out about, what, what, you know, what all this stuff is, the psychic stuff. Of course. Energy, yeah. Whatever, you know, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So, um, it did scare me. So, but I couldn't put my finger on why. It was more because I didn't understand it, I think. How about you? Oh, yeah. I, I didn't understand it, or I thought that maybe I was going crazy, or, you know, we're all, or not all of us, but most of us, you know, are raised in some kind of religion, you know, that tells us that that's not, you know, that's witchcraft, or, you know, that's not normal. You don't do those kind of things. And so you begin to think, well, you know, that must be evil and I must be afraid of it. Yeah. You know, do you think it's possible that this kind of, these kinds of abilities to techniques, all like all the kinds of psychic stuff, you think maybe they're, maybe we've talked about this, but maybe there was a time in ancient civilizations where this was just part of the experience of these senses, like smell and empathy were one and, you know, just all, regular senses that people have and they had words for them like i i you know we have empath that's like one word we have yes, yes. one big word it's in the dictionary there's so many meanings <laughs> to it though. yeah yeah and it seems like you know somewhere back in man's time these things had to have been addressed as regular senses to me i think so it's just like it's like buried knowledge or a lot of people use it now as it's become very popular yeah nowadays it is it's great yeah, <laughs> yeah but i mean you know back in the time that we were raised it wasn't like no, that no not at all Nobody i mean you know if you were to go to a a psychic that would be like you know well you're you're dealing with the devil there or witchcraft or you know yeah, yeah. thank god that my mother did not raise me like that my mother was very um open about this this kind of stuff and she had experienced things and also i wonder too i've also wondered if like a lot of these stronger psychic abilities run in families yeah but they like do. do you have anybody in your family that that has any abilities like I strong they abilities? All do, but my, well yeah, I'm yeah. i'm talking i know they all do but my i'm talking about like strong tell when i'm lying hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah but my aunt my aunt lillian had what she called a witch sense yeah. And she could tell like things. Like one time she woke up in the middle of the night and she just knew where my cousin Jane was. She was about 17. She woke up and knew my cousin was somewhere by these railroad tracks and she knew right where they were and she was very upset. I think something had happened where she'd gotten a fight with her boyfriend and he just dropped her there or something like that. My aunt Lil woke up, knew where she was, got in the car, went and got her. Wow. I've never been to that railroad track. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That is so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And she she has that she had that all, you know, all her life and probably still does does. you know um i remember there was somebody um i think it was my uh gosh it must have been my grandmother's um one of my grandmother's brother he was a a a really really uh big into 
you know, energies and, and he was psychic and he was really good. Yeah. Like my whole family would talk about how good he was. Was he a professional or would he just, well, no, he would so. just, you know, tell us things that were going to happen, you know, just in the family and, and how it would he handle it. I mean, how, how would he ever talk about it and how it yeah. was for him? And, and yeah. how, was he confident? Was yeah. he, how do you think he got that way? I think that everybody in my family is so open to it that, um, it was just natural. So it's kind of a cultural almost. But kind of. Familial. Like we're all a cult. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're a family cult. Yes. I guess every family is a cult of personality. <laughs> but, you know, you know what I'm trying to say. You yes. know, I, so, I think. Yeah, you're raised. So if we are all raised to think that these experiences aren't weird or scary or strange maybe things would be different for a lot of people i know yeah, like that i know growing up maybe if they would have remembered everything you know because i think that like when we're born we remember you know a lot in our little bitty brains you know and, I think it, so too. and that i think that they still see spirits i think so i think too. their spirit guides are right there and you can watch them yes the, i mean they go their... off into another yeah, little world yeah, you know yeah. and um as they even start talking, you know, like we said earlier, you know, they'll say, oh, well, there's, you know, you know, there's grandpa over there. And, you know, I mean, <laughs> it happened to my kids um, a, a couple times. My oldest one would uh, talk about a man uh, at my in my grand in my grandmother's house. Um, she would go outside and play. My grandfather had passed and she must have been. Oh, maybe five or six. And she had never met my grandfather. And she said, um, you know, mom, there's a man in the swing, you know, swinging over there. And we're looking over there like, no, there's not. And uh, we're all curious because it's my family. And um, <laughs> we were like, well, what does he look like? And and she said, well, he's got this distinctive hat on and he looks like this and this. She was describing my grandfather. Oh. So she was seeing him, yeah. you know, at that age yeah. when, you know, most parents would be like, oh, yeah, right. Okay. You know, yeah, yeah you see somebody. Okay. Yeah. What are you there? You know, but if you actually stop and ask the child, you know, they might actually surprise you they of what they know. Would. Yes. You know, <laughs> and, and, and that's when I think that you say that we're all psychic. Well, I think we all start out that way. Yeah. You know, and I, I think, think so that we, you know, either we block it or we just don't understand it or, um, you know, there's many things that can get in the way of it, you know. It's also very cultural, being of culturals again. Yeah. Our, our global culture. I mean, there's places that it's very much accepted that, you know, like for, we've talked about this, like schizophrenia is in some cultures that they're, they, schizophrenics become shaman. They're not considered damage they're considered i agree you know that yeah the older shaman in the tribe will find that shaman when they're starting to go through a sickness or something and teach them after they make it through <laughs> whatever sickness gosh yes yes and Wouldn't that's, that that's cool pretty to do typical that here? for some cultures you know but there's yeah. small, small places all like the you know probably don't have internet to tell us about it <laughs> well you know it's like here you know if you've got a problem here's a medication for it yeah you know yeah, you know exactly. here in the yeah. united states i mean that's just how it is but in other cultures you know they don't have access to that and right. they have different beliefs right and you the, know the, a medicine man or woman would in some cases they would go into a trance and they go heal mm -hmm. in a spiritual way some kind of ailment that's on the physical plane. yes and I've read about that. Yes. And I think that's just fascinating. And apparently it's worked for 
as long as people yeah. have been around. It's just shaman was the first, as far as we know, to be a spiritual leader in in our, in known human history. Mm-hmm. So, and and not only not only that, but you know they used a lot of the actual herbs, right? You know, and and all that, you know, for medicine and um. You know, I also think, um, you know, when we're talking about uh, psychic and, you know, how we all are psychic in certain ways, and some people, you know, have a a stronger part of it than others. But, you know, what I have learned, especially in the last few months, is um, it's a lot of work. (laughs) You know, I, I mean, once you've closed that door, you know, it's not easy to reopen it. And it's it's a lot of uh, meditating to try to get things opened up, and you know it's work. And um, like there's always peyote. Yes, yes, and that is definitely the way to go. That is always the way to go. You know, I mean, you can open that mind up and go as far as you want. Maybe it'll never close again. Yes, yes, you're lucky. I wonder how many dimensions you would have to go through. Oh, you're cracking me up so much. Well, Misty, I think this has been a fabulous interview, and I hope the first of many me too because i'm not ready for this to end i know i'm not either but you know maybe we should just keep it short and sweet for now okay maybe we'll do it again next week i think that we should possibly we could all right (laughs) it's on high five to us high five because we're all psychic i like her do you like her i like her i guess i don't have to ask her yet again if she thinks we're all psychic because i think we never answered she yes. did say it once or twice. And thank you again. Thank you. And this is Lisa Hazard and Misty with We're All Psychic. And we'll see you again later. <laughs>